0: Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z Podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in Netherlands. So we are going to read their Wikipedia entry. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's 3Zs.media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account, ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. The Netherlands, and formerly Holland, is a country located in northwestern Europe with overseas territories in the Caribbean. It is the largest of four constituent countries of the Kingdom of the Netherlands. The Netherlands consists of 12 provinces. It borders Germany to the east and Belgium to the south with a North Sea coastline to the north and west. It shares maritime borders with the United Kingdom, Germany and Belgium in the North Sea. The country's official language is Dutch with West Frisian as a secondary official language in the province of Friesland. Dutch, English, and Papiamento are official in the Caribbean territories. The four largest cities in the Netherlands are Amsterdam, Rotterdam, The Hague, and Utrecht. Amsterdam is the country's most populous city and the nominal capital. The Hague holds the seat of the States General Cabinet and Supreme Court. The Port of Rotterdam is the busiest seaport in Europe. Schiphol is the busiest airport in the Netherlands, and the third busiest in Europe. The Netherlands is a founding member of the European Union, Eurozone, G10, NATO, OECD, and WDO, as well as a part of the Schengen Area and the Trilateral Benelux Union. It hosts several intergovernmental organizations and international courts, many of which are centered in The Hague. Netherlands literally means lower countries in reference to its low elevation and flat topography, with nearly 26% falling below sea level. Most of the areas below sea level, known as polders, are the result of land reclamation that began in the 14th century. In the Republican period, which began in 1588, the Netherlands entered a unique era of political, economic, and cultural greatness, ranked among the most powerful and influential in Europe and the world. This period is known as the Dutch Golden Age. During this time, its trading companies, the Dutch East India Company and the Dutch West India Company, Established colonies and trading posts all over the world. With a population of seventeen point eight million people, all living within a total area of forty one thousand eight hundred and fifty square kilometers, sixteen thousand one hundred and sixty square miles, of which the land area is thirty three thousand five hundred square kilometers, twelve thousand nine hundred square miles. The Netherlands is the 16th most densely populated country in the world and the second most densely populated country in the European Union with a density of 531 people per square kilometer (1,380 people/sq Nevertheless, it is the world's second largest exporter of food and agricultural products by value owing to its fertile soil, mild climate, Intensive agriculture and inventiveness. The Netherlands has been a parliamentary constitutional monarchy with a unitary structure since 1848. The country has a tradition of pillarization and a long record of social tolerance, having legalized abortion, prostitution, and euthanasia, along with maintaining a liberal drug policy. The Netherlands allowed women's suffrage in 1919 and was the first country to legalize same-sex marriage in 2001. Its mixed-market advanced economy has the 13th highest per capita income globally. The region called the Low Countries, comprising Belgium, the Netherlands, and Luxembourg, has the same toponymy: place names with "Neder," "Nieder," "Nidra," "Nether." Lage, R, or Low, R in Germanic languages and Bar-Inferior in Romance languages are in use in low-lying places all over Europe. In the case of the Low Countries and the Netherlands, the geographical location of the lower region has been more or less downstream and near the sea. The Romans made a distinction between the Roman provinces of downstream Germania inferior, nowadays part of Belgium, and the Netherlands, and upstream Germania superior. The designation Low returned in the 10th century Duchy of Lower Lorraine, which covered much of the Low Countries. The Dukes of Burgundy used the term Les pays de Pardeca, the lands over here, for the Low Countries. Under Habsburg rule, Les Pays de Pardecke developed in Pays diembas lands down here. This was translated as Nederlanden in contemporary Dutch official documents. From a regional point of view, Nederland was also the area between the Meuse and the Lower Rhine in the late Middle Ages. From the mid-16th century, the Low Countries and the Netherlands lost their original deictic meaning. In most Romance languages, the term Low Countries is officially used as the name for the Netherlands. The Netherlands is informally referred to as Holland in various languages, including Dutch and English. In other languages, Holland is the formal name for the Netherlands. Holland can also refer to a region within the Netherlands that consists of North and South Holland. Formerly, these were a single province and earlier the County of Holland, a remnant of the dissolved Frisian Kingdom that also included parts of present-day Utrecht. Following the decline of the Duchy of Brabant and the County of Flanders, Holland became the most economically and politically important county in the Low Countries region. The emphasis on Holland during the formation of the Dutch Republic, the Eighty Years' War, and the Anglo-Dutch Wars in the 16th, 17th, and 18th centuries made Holland a pars pro toto for the entire country. Dutch is used as the adjective for the Netherlands as well as the demonym. The origins of the word go back to Proto-Germanic eudiskas, latinist into theodiscus, meaning popular or of the people, akin to Old Dutch *deich*, Old High German dieg, and Old English eidisk, all meaning of the common Germanic people. At first, the English language used Dutch to refer to any or all speakers of West Germanic languages. Gradually its meaning shifted to the West Germanic people they had the most contact with because of their geographical proximity and rivalry in trade and overseas territories. The prehistory of the area that is now the Netherlands was largely shaped by the sea and the rivers that constantly shifted the low-lying geography. The oldest human Neanderthal traces believed to be about 250,000 years old, were found in higher soils near Maastricht. At the end of the Ice Age, the nomadic late Upper Paleolithic Hamburg culture 13,000 to 10,000 BC hunted reindeer in the area using spears. The later Arensberg culture 11,200 to 9,500 BC used bow and arrow. From Mesolithic Mughal like tribes, c. 800 BC, the world's oldest canoe was found in Dren. Indigenous late Mesolithic hunter gatherers from the Swifterbent culture, c. 5600 BC, related to the southern Scandinavian herbal culture, were strongly linked to rivers and open water. Between 4800 and 4500 BC, the Swifterbent people started to adopt from the neighboring linear pottery culture the practice of animal husbandry, and between 4300 and 4000 BC the practice of agriculture. The Funnelbeaker culture, 4300 to 2800 BC, related to the Swifterbent culture, erected the dolmens, large stone grave monuments found in Drenb. There was a quick and smooth transition from the Funnelbeaker farming culture to the pan-European corded were pastoralist culture see. 2950 BC In the southwest, the Seinwasmarn culture related to the Vlardingen culture c. 2600 BC, an apparently more primitive culture of hunter-gatherers survived well into the Neolithic period until it too was succeeded by the Corded War culture. The subsequent Bell Beaker culture, 2700-2100 BC, introduced metalwork in copper, gold and later bronze and opened international trade routes not seen before reflected in copper artifacts. Finds of rare bronze objects suggest that Dren was a trading center in the Bronze Age, 2000-800 BC). The bell beaker culture developed locally into the barbed wire beaker culture 2100-1800 BC and later the Elk culture 1800-800 BC, a Middle Bronze Age archaeological culture with earthenware low quality pottery as a marker. The initial phase of the Elk culture was characterized by tumuli 1800-1200 BC. The subsequent phase was that of cremating the dead and placing their ashes in urns which were then buried in fields, following the customs of the Urnfield culture 1200-800 BC. The southern region became dominated by the related Hilversum culture 1800-800 BC with apparently cultural ties with Britain of the previous barbed wire beaker culture. From 800 BC onwards, the Iron Age Celtic Hallstatt culture became influential, replacing the Hilversum culture. Iron ore brought a measure of prosperity and was available throughout the country, including bog iron. Smiths traveled from settlement to settlement with bronze and iron, fabricating tools on demand. The king's grave of Oss, 700 BC, was found in a burial mound the largest of its kind in Western Europe and containing an iron sword with an inlay of gold and coral. The deteriorating climate in Scandinavia around 850 BC further deteriorated around 650 BC and might have triggered the migration of Germanic tribes from the north. By the time this migration was complete, around 250 BC, a few general cultural and linguistic groups had emerged. The North Sea Germanic and Gavons inhabited the northern part of the Low Countries. They would later develop into the Frisii and the Early Saxons. A second grouping, the Wieser-Rhine Germanic, orest extended along the Middle Rhine and Wieser and inhabited the Low Countries south of the Great Rivers. This group consisted of tribes that would eventually develop into the Salian Franks also the celtic latin culture For 50 BC up to the Roman conquest had expanded over a wide range, including the southern area of the Low Countries. Some scholars have speculated that even a third ethnic identity and language, neither Germanic nor Celtic, survived in the Netherlands until the Roman period, the Iron Age-Nordwest bloc culture that eventually was absorbed by the Celts to the south and the Germanic peoples from the east. The first author to describe the coast of Holland and Flanders was the Greek geographer Pythias who noted in C. 325 BC that in these regions more people died in the struggle against water than in the struggle against men. During the Gallic Wars, the area south and west of the Rhine was conquered by Roman forces under Julius Caesar from 57 BC to 53 BC. Caesar describes two main Celtic tribes living in what is now the southern Netherlands, the Menapii and the Eburones. The Rhine became fixed as Rome's northern frontier around 12 AD. Notable towns would arise along the Limes Germanicus Nijmegen and Vorburg. In the first part of Gallia Belgica, the area south of the Limes became part of the Roman province of Germania Inferior. The area to the north of the Rhine, inhabited by the Frisii, remained outside Roman rule, but not its presence and control, while the Germanic border tribes of the Badavi and Cananifates served in the Roman cavalry. The Badavi rose against the Romans in the Badavian rebellion of 69 AD but were eventually defeated. The Badavi later merged with other tribes into the confederation of the Salian Franks whose identity emerged in the first half of the 3rd century. Salian Franks appear in Roman texts as both allies and enemies. They were forced by the Confederation of the Saxons from the East to move over the Rhine into Roman territory in the 4th century. From their new base in West Flanders and the Southwest Netherlands, they were raiding the English Channel. Roman forces pacified the region but did not expel the Franks, who continued to be feared at least until the time of Julian the Apostate when Salian Franks were allowed to settle as Federati in Texandria. It has been postulated that after deteriorating climate conditions and the Romans' withdrawal, the Frisii disappeared as laity in c. 296, leaving the coastal lands largely unpopulated for the next two centuries. However, recent excavations in Kenimerland show a clear indication of permanent habitation. After the Roman government in the area collapsed, the Franks expanded their territories into numerous kingdoms. By the 490s, Clovis had conquered and united all these territories in the southern Netherlands in one Frankish kingdom and from there continued his conquests into Gaul. During this expansion, Franks migrating to the south, modern territory of France and Walloon part of Belgium eventually adopted the vulgar Latin of the local population. A widening cultural divide grew with the Franks remaining in their original homeland in the north, i.e. the southern Netherlands and Flanders, who kept on speaking old Frankish, which by the 9th century had evolved into Old Low-Franconian or Old Dutch. A Dutch-French language boundary hence came into existence. To the north of the Franks, climatic conditions improved and during the Migration period Saxons, the closely related Angles, Jutes and Frisia settled the coastal land. Many moved on to England and came to be known as Anglo-Saxons. But those who stayed would be referred to as Frisians and their language as Frisian, named after the land that was once inhabited by Frisii. Frisian was spoken along the entire southern North Sea coast, and it is still the language most closely related to English among the living languages of continental Europe. By the 7th century, a Frisian kingdom, 650 to 734, Under King Aldegissel and King Redbad emerged with Traectum Utrecht as its center of power while Dorstad was a flourishing trading place. Between 600 and around 719, the cities were often fought over between the Frisians and the Franks. In 734, at the Battle of the Born, the Frisians were defeated after a series of wars. With the approval of the Franks, the Anglo-Saxon missionary Willibrord converted the Frisian people to Christianity. He established the Archdiocese of Utrecht and became the Bishop of the Frisians. However, his successor Boniface was murdered by the Frisians in Dockham in 754. The Frankish Carolingian Empire modeled itself on the Roman Empire and controlled much of Western Europe. However, in 843, it was divided into three parts East, Middle, and West Francia. Most of present-day Netherlands became part of Middle Francia, which was a weak kingdom and subject to numerous partitions and annexation attempts by its stronger neighbors. It comprised territories from Frisia in the north to the Kingdom of Italy in the south. Around 850, I of Middle Francia acknowledged the Viking Rourke of Dorstadt as ruler of most of Frisia. When the Kingdom of Middle Francia was partitioned in 855, the lands north of the Alps passed to Lothair II and subsequently were named Lotharingia. After he died in 869, Lotharingia was partitioned into Upper and Lower Lotharingia. The latter part comprising the Low Countries that technically became part of East Francia in 870, although it was effectively under the control of Vikings, who raided the largely defenseless Frisian and Frankish towns lying on the Frisian coast and along the rivers. Around 879, another Viking expedition led by Godfred, Duke of Frisia, raided the Frisian lands. The Viking raids made the sway of French and German lords in the area weak. Resistance to the Vikings, if any, came from local nobles who gained in stature as a result and that laid the basis for the disintegration of Lower Lotharingia into semi-independent states. One of these local nobles was Gerolf of Holland who assumed lordship in Frisia after he helped to assassinate Godfred and Viking rule came to an end. The Holy Roman Empire, the successor state of East Francia and then Lotharingia, ruled much of the Low Countries in the 10th and 11th century, but was not able to maintain political unity. Powerful local nobles turned their cities, counties and duchies into private kingdoms that felt little sense of obligation to the emperor. Holland, Hino, Flanders, Brabant and Utrecht were in a state of almost continual war or paradoxically formed personal unions. The language and culture of most of the people who lived in the county of Holland were originally Frisian. As Frankish settlement progressed from Flanders and Brabant, the area quickly became Old Low Franconian or Old Dutch. The rest of Frisia in the north Now Friesland and Groningen continued to maintain its independence and had its own institutions collectively called the Frisian freedom which resented the imposition of the feudal system. Around 1000 AD, due to several agricultural developments, the economy started to develop at a fast pace and the higher productivity allowed workers to farm more land or become tradesmen. Towns grew around monasteries and castles, and a mercantile middle class began to develop in these urban areas, especially in Flanders and later also Brabant. Wealthy cities started to buy certain privileges for themselves from the sovereign. In practice, This meant that Bruges and Antwerp became quasi-independent republics in their own right and would later develop into some of the most important cities and ports in Europe. Around 1100 AD, farmers from Flanders and Utrecht began draining and cultivating uninhabited swampy land in the Western Netherlands, making the emergence of the County of Holland as the center of power possible. The title of Count of Holland was fought over in the Hook and Cod Wars, Dutch, Hooks and Cabaljoes Twissen, between 1350 and 1490. The Cod faction consisted of the more progressive cities, while the Hook faction consisted of the conservative noblemen. These noblemen invited Duke Philip the Good of Burgundy, who was also Count of Flanders, to conquer Holland. Most of the imperial and French fiefs in what is now the Netherlands and Belgium were united in a personal union by Philip the Good, Duke of Burgundy, in 1433. The House of Valois-Burgundy and their Habsburg heirs would rule the Low Countries in the period from 1384 to 1581. Before the Burgundian Union, The Dutch identified themselves by the town they lived in or their local duchy or county. The Burgundian period is when the road to nationhood began. The new rulers defended Dutch trading interests, which then developed rapidly. The fleets of the County of Holland defeated the fleets of the Hanseatic League several times. Amsterdam grew and in the 15th century became the primary trading port in Europe for grain from the Baltic region. Amsterdam distributed grain to the major cities of Belgium, northern France, and England. This trade was vital because Holland could no longer produce enough grain to feed itself land drainage had caused the peat of the former wetlands to reduce to a level that was too low for drainage to be maintained. Under Habsburg Charles V, ruler of the Holy Roman Empire and King of Spain, all fiefs in the current Netherlands region were united into the 17 provinces, which also included most of present-day Belgium, Luxembourg, and some adjacent land in what is now France and Germany. In 1568, under Philip II, the Eighty Years' War between the provinces and their Spanish ruler began. The level of ferocity exhibited by both sides can be gleaned from a Dutch chronicler's report. On more than one occasion men were seen hanging their own brothers who had been taken prisoners in the enemy's ranks. A Spaniard had ceased to be human in their eyes. On one occasion, a surgeon at Veer cut the heart from a Spanish prisoner, nailed it on a vessel's prow, and invited the townsmen to come and fasten their teeth in it, which many did with savage satisfaction. The Duke of Alba ruthlessly attempted to suppress the Protestant movement in the Netherlands. Netherlanders were burned, strangled, beheaded, or buried alive by his blood council and his Spanish soldiers. Severed heads and decapitated corpses were displayed along streets and roads to terrorize the population into submission. Alba boasted of having executed 18,600, but this figure does not include those who perished by war and famine. The first great siege was Alba's effort to capture Harlem and thereby cut Holland in half. It dragged on from December 1572 to the next summer when Harlemer's finally surrendered on July 13th, upon the promise that the city would be spared from being sacked. It was a stipulation Don Fedrick was unable to honor when his soldiers mutinied, angered over Peyode and the miserable conditions they endured during the long, cold months of the campaign. On November 4, 1576, Spanish tercios seized Antwerp and subjected it to the worst pillage in the Netherlands history. The citizens resisted, but were overcome, 7,000 of them were killed, A 1,000 buildings were torched, men, women, and children were slaughtered by soldiers who invoked the name of Spain's patron saint, Santiago. España. A sangre, a carne, a fuego, a saco. Saint James, Spain. To blood, to the flesh, to fire, to sack. Following the sack of Antwerp, delegates from Catholic Brabant, Protestant Holland, and Zealand agreed at Ghent to join Utrecht and William the Silent in driving out all Spanish troops and forming a new government for the Netherlands. Don Juan of Austria, the new Spanish governor, was forced to concede initially, but within months returned to active hostilities. As the fighting restarted, the Dutch began to look for help from the Protestant Elizabeth I of England. But she initially stood by her commitments to the Spanish in the Treaty of Bristol of 1574. The result was that when the next large-scale battle did occur at Jemblix in 1578, the Spanish forces easily won the day, killing at least 10,000 rebels, with the Spanish suffering few losses. In light of the defeat at Jemblix, the southern states of the 17 provinces, today in northern France and Belgium, distanced themselves from the rebels in the north with the 1579 Union of Arras, which expressed their loyalty to Philip II of Spain. Opposing them, the northern half of the seventeen provinces forged the Union of Utrecht, also of 1579, in which they committed to support each other in their defense against the Spanish army. The Union of Utrecht is seen as the foundation of the modern Netherlands. Spanish troops sacked Maastricht in 1579, killing over 10,000 civilians and thereby ensuring the rebellion continued. In 1581, The northern provinces adopted the act of abjuration, the Declaration of Independence, in which the provinces officially deposed Philip II as reigning monarch in the northern provinces. Against the rebels, Philip could draw on the resources of the Spanish Empire, including in Iberia, Spanish America, Spanish Italy, and the Spanish Netherlands. Queen Elizabeth I of England sympathized with the Dutch struggle against England's Spanish rival and sent an army of 7,600 soldiers to aid the Dutch in their war with the Catholic Spanish. English forces under the Earl of Leicester and then Lord Willoughby faced the Spanish in the Netherlands under the Duke of Parma in a series of largely indecisive actions that tied down significant numbers of Spanish troops and bought time for the Dutch to reorganize their defenses. The war continued until 1648, when Spain under King Philip IV finally recognized the independence of the Seven Northwestern Provinces in the Peace of Münster. Parts of the southern provinces became de facto colonies of the new Republican Mercantile Empire. Following the declaration of independence, the provinces of Holland, Zeeland, Groningen, Friesland, Utrecht, Overijssel and Gilderland entered into a confederation. All these duchies, lordships and counties enjoyed a significant degree of autonomy and was governed by its own administrative body known as the States Provincial. The confederal government, known as the States General, was headquartered in The Hague and comprised representatives from each of the seven provinces. The sparsely populated region of Drenthe was also part of the Republic, albeit not considered a province in its own right. Moreover, during the Eighty Years War, the Republic came to occupy a number of generality lands located in Flanders, Brabant and Limburg. These areas were primarily inhabited by Roman Catholics and lacked a distinct governmental structure of their own. They were utilized as a buffer zone between the Republic and the Spanish-controlled Southern Netherlands. In the Dutch Golden Age, spanning much of the 17th century, the Dutch Empire grew to become one of the major seafaring and economic powers alongside Portugal, Spain, France, and England. Science, military, and art, especially painting, were among the most acclaimed in the world. By 1650, the Dutch owned 16,000 merchant ships. The Dutch East India Company and the Dutch West India Company established colonies and trading posts all over the world, including ruling the western parts of Taiwan between 1624 to 1662 and 1664 to 1667. The Dutch settlement in North America began with the founding of New Amsterdam on the southern part of Manhattan in 1614. In South Africa, the Dutch settled the Cape Colony in 1652. Dutch colonies in South America were established along the many rivers in the fertile Guyana plains, among them colony of Suriname, now Suriname. In Asia, the Dutch established the Dutch East Indies, now Indonesia, and the only Western trading post in Japan, Dejima. During the period of proto-industrialization, the empire received 50% of textiles and 80% of silks import from the India's Mughal Empire, chiefly from its most developed region known as Bengal Subah. Many economic historians regard the Netherlands as the first thoroughly capitalist country in the world. In early modern Europe, it had the wealthiest trading city, Amsterdam, and the first full-time stock exchange. The inventiveness of the traders led to insurance and retirement funds as well as phenomena such as the boom-bust cycle, the world's first asset inflation bubble, the tulip mania of 1636 to 1637, and the world's first bear raider, Isaac Le Maire, who forced prices down by dumping stock and then buying it back at a discount. In 1672, known in Dutch history as the Rampjar disaster year, the Dutch Republic was at war with France, England, and three German bishoprics simultaneously. At sea, It could successfully prevent the English and French navies from entering the western shores. On land, however, it was almost taken over internally by the advancing French and German armies coming from the east. It managed to turn the tide by inundating parts of Holland but could never recover to its former glory again and went into a state of a general decline in the 18th century with economic competition from England and long-standing rivalries between the two main factions in Dutch society the Republican Staatsgesunden and the supporters of the stadtholder the Prince Jesunden as main political factions. With the armed support of revolutionary France Dutch Republicans proclaimed the Batavian Republic, modeled after the French Republic and rendering the Netherlands a unitary state on January 19, 1795. The stadtholder William V of Orange had fled to England. But from 1806 to 1810, The Kingdom of Holland was set up by Napoleon Bonaparte as a puppet kingdom governed by his brother Louis Bonaparte to control the Netherlands more effectively. However, King Louis Bonaparte tried to serve Dutch interests instead of his brothers and he was forced to abdicate on July 1, 1810. The Emperor sent in an army and the Netherlands became part of the French Empire until the autumn of 1813 when Napoleon was defeated in the Battle of Leipzig. William Frederick, son of the last Stadtholder, returned to the Netherlands in 1813 and proclaimed himself Sovereign Prince of the Netherlands. Two years later. The Congress of Vienna added the Southern Netherlands to the north to create a strong country on the northern border of France. William Frederick raised this United Netherlands to the status of a kingdom and proclaimed himself as King William I in 1815. In addition, William became hereditary Grand Duke of Luxembourg in exchange for his German possessions. However, The Southern Netherlands had been culturally separate from the North since 1581 and rebelled. The South gained independence in 1830 as Belgium, recognized by the Northern Netherlands in 1839 as the Kingdom of the Netherlands was created by decree, while the personal union between Luxembourg and the Netherlands was severed in 1890 when William III died with no surviving male heirs. Ascendancy laws prevented his daughter Queen Wilhelmina from becoming the next Grand Duchess. The Belgian Revolution at home and the Java War in the Dutch East Indies brought the Netherlands to the brink of bankruptcy. However, the cultivation system was introduced in 1830 in the Dutch East Indies, 20% of village land had to be devoted to government crops for export. The policy brought the Dutch enormous wealth and made the colony self-sufficient. The Netherlands abolished slavery in its colonies in 1863. Enslaved people in Suriname would be fully free only in 1873 since the law stipulated that there was to be a mandatory 10-year transition. The Netherlands was able to remain neutral during World War I in part because the import of goods through the Netherlands proved essential to German survival until the blockade by the British Royal Navy in 1916. That changed in World War II, when Nazi Germany invaded the Netherlands on May 10, 1940. The Rotterdam Blitz forced the main element of the Dutch army to surrender four days later. During the occupation, over 100,000 Dutch Jews were rounded up and transported to Nazi extermination camps. Only a few of them survived. Dutch workers were conscripted for forced labor in Germany, civilians who resisted were killed in reprisal for attacks on German soldiers, and the countryside was plundered for food. Although there were thousands of Dutch who risked their lives by hiding Jews from the Germans, over 20,000 Dutch Fascists joined the Waffen-SS, fighting on the Eastern Front. Political collaborators were members of the Fascist NSB, the only legal political party in the occupied Netherlands. On December 8, 1941, the Dutch government in exile in London declared war on Japan but could not prevent the Japanese occupation of the Dutch East Indies, Indonesia. In 1944-45, the First Canadian Army, which included Canadian, British and Polish troops, was responsible for liberating much of the Netherlands. Soon after V-Day, The Dutch fought a colonial war against the New Republic of Indonesia. In 1954, the Charter for the Kingdom of the Netherlands reformed the political structure of the Netherlands which was a result of international pressure to carry out decolonization. The Dutch colonies of Suriname and Curacao and dependencies and the European country all became countries within the Kingdom on a basis of equality. Indonesia had declared its independence in August 1945, recognized in 1949, and thus was never part of the Reformed Kingdom. Suriname followed in 1975. After the war, the Netherlands left behind an era of neutrality and gained closer ties with neighboring states. The Netherlands was one of the founding members of Benelux and NATO, In the 1950s, the Netherlands became one of the six founding countries of the European Communities following the 1952 establishment of the European Coal and Steel Community and subsequent 1958 creations of the European Economic Community and European Atomic Energy Community. In 1993, the former two of these were incorporated into the European Union government encouraged immigration efforts to reduce population density prompted some 500,000 Dutch people to leave the country after the war. The 1960s and 1970s were a time of great social and cultural change, such as rapid depolarization characterized by the decay of the old divisions along political and religious lines. Students and other youth rejected traditional mores and pushed for change in matters such as women's rights, sexuality, disarmament and environmental issues. In 2002 the Euro was introduced as fiat money and in 2010 the Netherlands Antilles was dissolved. Referendums were held on each island to determine their future status. As a result, the islands of Bonaire, St. Eustatius and Saba, the B.S. Islands, were to obtain closer ties with the Netherlands. This led to the incorporation of these three islands into the country of the Netherlands as special municipalities upon the dissolution of the Netherlands Antilles. The special municipalities are collectively known as the Caribbean Netherlands. The European Netherlands has a total area of 41,543 square kilometers, 16,040 square miles, including water bodies, and a land area of 33,481 square kilometers, 12,927 square miles. The Caribbean Netherlands has a total area of 328 square kilometers, 127 square miles, It lies between latitudes 50 degrees and 54 degrees north and longitudes 3 degrees and 8 degrees east. The Netherlands is geographically very low relative to sea level and is considered a flat country with about 26% of its area and 21% of its population located below sea level. The European part of the country is for the most part flat with the exception of foothills in the far southeast up to a height of no more than 321 meters and some low hill ranges in the central parts. Most of the areas below sea level are caused by peak extraction or achieved through land reclamation. Since the late 16th century, large polder areas are preserved through elaborate drainage systems that include dikes, canals, and pumping stations. Nearly 17% of the country's land area is reclaimed from the sea and from lakes. Much of the country was originally formed by the estuaries of three large European rivers, the Rhine, Rhine, the Meuse, Moss, and the Skelt, Scheldt, as well as their tributaries. The southwestern part of the Netherlands is to this day a river delta of these three rivers, the rhine meuse scheldt delta The European Netherlands is divided into north and south parts by the Rhine, the Val, its main tributary branch, and the Meuse. In the past, these rivers functioned as a natural barrier between fiefdoms and hence historically created a cultural divide, as is evident in some phonetic traits that are recognizable on either side of what the Dutch call their great rivers, de grote Rivieren. Another significant branch of the Rhine, the Eisel River, discharges into Lake Eisel, the former Zuiderzee Southern Sea. Just like the previous, this river forms a linguistic divide, people to the northeast of this river speak Dutch Low Saxon dialects, except for the province of Friesland which has its own language. The modern Netherlands formed as a result of the interplay of the four main rivers, Rhine, Meuse, Scheldt and IJssel, and the influence of the North Sea. The Netherlands is mostly composed of deltaic, coastal and aeolian-derived sediments during the Pleistocene glacial and interglacial periods. Almost the entire West Netherlands is composed of the Rhine-Meuse river estuary, but human intervention greatly modified the natural processes at work. Most of the western Netherlands is below sea level due to the human process of turning standing bodies of water into usable land, a polder. In the east of the Netherlands, remains are found of the Last Ice Age, which ended approximately 10,000 years ago. As the continental ice sheet moved in from the north, it pushed Moraine forward. The ice sheet halted as it covered the eastern half of the Netherlands. After the Ice Age ended, the Moraine remained in the form of a long hill line. The cities of Arnhem and Nijmegen are built upon these hills. Over the centuries, the Dutch coastline has changed considerably as a result of natural disasters and human intervention. On December 14, 1287, ST, Lucia's flood affected the Netherlands and Germany, killing more than 50,000 people in one of the most destructive floods in recorded history. The ST Elizabeth flood of 1421 and the mismanagement in its aftermath destroyed a newly reclaimed polder, replacing it with the 72 square kilometres, 28 square miles, Weisbosch tidal floodplains in the south centre. The huge North Sea flood of February 1953 caused the collapse of several dikes in the southwest of the Netherlands, more than 1,800 people drowned in the flood. The Dutch government subsequently instituted a large-scale program, the Delta Works, to protect the country against future flooding which was completed over a period of more than 30 years. The impact of disasters was, to an extent, increased through human activity. Relatively high-lying swampland was drained to be used as farmland. The drainage caused the fertile peat to contract and ground levels to drop, upon which groundwater levels were lowered to compensate for the dropping ground level, causing the underlying peat to contract further. Additionally, until the 19th century peat was mined, dried, and used for fuel, further exacerbating the problem. Centuries of extensive and poorly controlled peat extraction lowered an already low land surface by several meters. Even in flooded areas, peat extraction continued through turf dredging. Because of the flooding, farming was difficult, which encouraged foreign trade. The result of which was that the Dutch were involved in world affairs since the early 14th-15th century. To guard against floods, a series of defenses against the water were contrived. In the first millennium AD, villages and farmhouses were built on hills called terps. Later, these terps were connected by dikes. In the 12th century, local government agencies called Waterschappen, water boards, or Hoogimratschappen high home councils, started to appear, whose job it was to maintain the water level and to protect a region from floods, these agencies continued to exist. As the ground level dropped, the dikes by necessity grew and merged into an integrated system. By the 13th century, windmills had come into use to pump water out of areas below sea level. The windmills were later used to drain lakes, creating the famous polders. In 1932, the Afslutdijk closure dike was completed, blocking the former Zuiderzee Southern Sea from the North Sea and thus creating the Iselmere (IJssel Lake it became part of the larger Zuiderzee works in which four polders totaling 2500 square kilometers 965 square miles were reclaimed from the sea The Netherlands is one of the countries that may suffer most from climate change Not only is the rising sea a problem but erratic weather patterns may cause the rivers to overflow